Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Baradi and Cook. Uh, we're going to be talking about Brizzle and I'm here with Jay. How are you doing? Not bad, man. Not bad. Good stuff. And I'm here with Carl. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. Thank you. Good stuff. Some say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Not us. Not us. Just... Not us. No, we should we hasten to hasten to add that bit. Um, so we will get a uh, an introduction going once I've lined it up, and then we'll get into it. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I like what? it fucking brawling your leads it in bastard like some sort of fucking weird floating head no <laughs> you tensel player a bit innit I mean I feel a bit right dickhead nothing spectacular really I'll tell you what good lads. evening all if we ever get big enough, we, uh, we're we going to have to do some merch. We're going to have to have a T-shirt that says Floating Head Nons for Smarty's Head in the middle. <laughs> we should just do it anyway. Let's break the bank and do it anyway. Like a cartoon version of his face. Yeah. I mean, there's so many bits you can pull out of that. Yeah, nothing oh, spectacular, really. Yeah. could just be our tagline. It could, yeah. It could. <laughs> Good evening, everybody in the comments. So one from uh, Carl Slaw's with us. Evening, lovely folks. Uh, Andy's with us. Sky TV is fucking shit. Yeah, we're having some of that. Uh, Jammy is in the comments. Hi, guys. Um, so th- there are a, there are a few. I mean, Jammy started vacuuming live chat at half eight, so you know he's, he's well ahead of the game tonight. Um, so th- oh, get render on it, Jay. Yeah, making um, t-shirts. Yeah. And Andy wants a utensil one. player T-shirt. She's <laughs> yeah. absolutely fine. I'm, I'm liking that as well. You should do that. Um, so um, Bristol away uh, Friday night. We, yeah, I mean we've we've mentioned it already. Sky TV shit. Um, can we just agree that Friday night games are ass and we don't like it? Hundred oh, percent. It's it's uh, it's too much chancy weekend being destroyed too early and <laughs> like. I would have loved to have gone to that game, but getting to Bristol on a Friday night, like you're taking a day off work, aren't you, if you're not wanting to piss around? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, as I understand it, there were a, 
uh, a crash on the M1 that stopped a lot of people even getting to game. Are you going to say a train strike? It's what they normally no, do no. away game on a way at night. Yeah. I'm not aware of that, but um, no, apparently there was a, an issue on the M1 um, just south of Barnsley um, that stopped a lot of people actually getting to the game. So never mind. Uh, hopefully people did did uh, get most of the game, if not all of the game. But um, I think if we if we reflect on the game itself, then just to, just as a whole, the the Friday night, the fact that you know we'd we'd seen some potential injuries come in, there was some mm. potential changes. Uh, going into it, we're, we're we're like, right, okay, finally we've signed a player. Right, eight have left, but we brought one in to great. <laughs> the eight that have left, we weren't seeing regularly yeah. featuring in the first eleven. So, you know, um, I, I think overall as a squad, I think reflecting on it, we were mm. in this position where we're like, we've got to do something. Um, and and then and then we did sign a player, but that player wasn't signed before noon the previous day, yeah, so wasn't yeah. eligible for this game, but was there and all of that sort of stuff. Going into the game, looking at the lineup, looking at the people that were potentially injured and all of that sort of stuff, and and you know just ahead of the uh, sides being announced and and what have you, closure of the uh, transfer window. We'll cover it more on the main podcast, but going into the game, were you worried? I'll let Carl go first. No, I don't think I was. I, although I did say it can be a, a tricky away day um, at the best of times because they always do give us a game of it. Like, But I thought, for all their efforts, I thought that was a fantastic display. I think I thought it was one of, one of our more dominant away displays because I think taking away Leicester and, and Ipswich away games from it because they actually... They gave us quite a game. We nullified them, I think, from the get-go after about 10 minutes and we got into it and we, we nullified everything that they tried to do. And we just it just, just showed how dominant we were when we were pressing them so high up the pitch and they were still trying relentlessly to play it out. And and yeah. we weren't we weren't having any of it. Like and I think um Fark was right. He, he we, we do have an issue with putting teams away. Like that that game could have been a lot more comfortable than it was. Um he said that he was going to try and work on it during the week before um, Plymouth and after Plymouth. But it's it's something that we do have to worry about. It's it's away from home that we seem to have a problem with scoring goals, um, and and I think we just need to to get on top of that a little bit, and the rest will look after itself. But I, yeah, I thought the game it, it overall just yeah it was one of the, the the better displays that I've seen of us from away from home. The most one sided one nil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's it. Just touching on what you've said there, in terms of them giving us a game, I don't know if you've seen the head-to-head record. Mm. Um, overall, uh, against Bristol City, home and away, as a blended, um, we've lost eight, we've drawn nine, and we've won 27. Okay. So we have had the better side of that fixture, but I, oh, yeah. I think you know that a lot of that goes back to the 1920s so you know it is it is yeah. averaged out over a long period but i think um i think i saw a stat saying that we'd won the last five yeah but that doesn't really tell the story i think if you look at most of those games we've won that by the odd goal in those mm-hmm. there's only one or two that that, have, that appear comfortable from a scoreline perspective but just to touch on what you said there actually the scoreline didn't reflect the game this time did it not at all it just didn't no 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 it didn't um, it, it was uh, it was one of those games you thought when Somerville went through on goal to try and tip their <laughs> keeper, like you thought if that goes in, this could be a hockey score. 
or a cricket score rather. Um, <laughs> so just on that, actually, so I, yeah. I presume this is Danny, but it's somebody from the Not Another Leeds podcast has asked in the comments, you threw on goal, what are you guys doing? Chip round the keeper. And I think just as a slight extension to that, you're 15 minutes in and it's nil-nil. What I'm, are you doing? I'm going round the keeper. I'm 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 not giving the keeper any option other than to think I'm chipping him, like and I'm just slotting it round a bottom corner. That's it. Don't even. So you're take taking him on. the shot from where you are, but you're not lobbing it. No, no, I'm not lobbing that. No, I'm putting it round the keeper. But you're taking yeah. the shot at that point. You're not taking no, no. it round him. You're taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he says round the keeper, he means go past the keeper with it. Yeah, he means no, dribble, dribble it past the keeper. Yeah, but, you, but you are having the shot there and then. You're taking I'm it, it away there. Yeah, you're I'm dribbling it around him. I'm taking it round him, and I'm taking it round him. If I'm Jimmy Somerville, because we've seen him do it, we've seen yeah, him embarrass play, exactly. other players, and and I think he's he's well got it in his <clears> locker. <throat> I think we've seen actually on on multiple occasions now that chip attempts. Root has tried it a couple of times. Yeah. Um. And, and if you get it right, it looks. Dan right. James tried one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um. I, I think that one was a bit of a snapshot, and he didn't really have much yeah, of a choice, and it was on his wrong foot, and it would it were a poor angle that would have only got worse if he'd have had a touch. But I think. <laughs> The general principle is um, 15 minutes in, yeah, so important to make sure that you're applying every advantage that you get. And he had so much time and he's got so much ability on the oh, ball. It was, it was terrible to watch. It was just like, no, no, what are you doing? No. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. In that scenario, Jimmy Somerville, you, you go around the keeper. Like, But I was just given my opinion on what I do. I think you go around the keeper. Like you said, Gilly, he has made a fool out of enough yeah, okay. keepers. At yeah, this uh, point uh, yeah so I think, I think the question was not if Carl is through on goal. Yeah, because it says... But it, 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 <laughs> is, it is worded. You're through on goal. <laughs> it is, to be fair. You're through on it's goal. What, what we would do. But I think it's well, in I, the context I, I, of I, you're I'm Jimmy doing... Somerville and you're through on goal. <laughs> now, I will caveat when I said I'm rounding the keeper. In reality, what would happen is I'd get near the keeper and either trip myself up or he'd just like <laughs> gather it from my feet because, you know, I'm with the worst footballer any of you have ever seen. But in theory, I'm going round the keeper. So if yeah. I'm answering it as me and I'm in that position, there's sod all chance I'm trying to take it round the keeper. At that point <laughs> in time, Hollywood. I would have sent no, I would have sent her back. I'm just hitting it as hard as I can oh, and hoping yeah. I get it past him. <laughs> there was no finesse about my game. I did um, score yeah. some long range goals, but only because I could kick it really hard. <laughs> yeah, kicking it hard so, in the back of the net, <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> um, so I, I think just you know, if, if so, if we, if we start touching on the first half and and uh, well, actually, let's look at the lineup first. So, um, Jay, I'll come to you first. Were there any surprises in the lineup for you? For this one? Not really. I mean, what else could he really do? I don't think... So that I think there well, there were talks of the potential of um, Cooper to come back in and Ampadu move forward and, and you know, Gruever played well, but, you know, it, was it a case of we need to mix it up a little bit and keep people involved in the first team and, and get some minutes in players and so on? And, and yeah. he, uh, there was a bit of that. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the talk, but like we've seen with Farker, haven't we? He doesn't tend to change winning teams unless he has to. Yes. So for me, as a fan, my expectations were pretty much what we got. There were, I wasn't expecting anything significant with um, Roberts unable to play as well. I just it, it didn't really occur to me that he might change it. I just figured that it'll be the same side again. Yeah, and Carl, one for you. It, a lot of the talk in the lead-up to the game was, is it going to be Nonto or Anthony? We went Nonto, scored the goal. 
Um, but Anthony had scored a blinder. So yeah. did that surprise you a little bit that he were Willie rather than Anthony? Um, I don't know. It did a little bit, but you can you can kind of see why. Like I think Willie's got more minutes in his legs this season than than Jaden has, and the fact that he's been in the squad since his mother passed away. Uh, at the end of the day, it shows commitment, but surely it's playing on the lad's mind, like you know what I mean as well. So I think to have mm-hmm. someone in there with a game that would put serious pressure on the top three uh, above us, I, I think you're putting someone in who's just got that little bit more of an edge about them. I think at the moment he's he's done. Don't get me wrong, he's done well when he's come on, Jaden Anthony, and and he scored out like you said an absolutely cracking goal. Like, but I just think. With the minutes that Willie has this season, he's he's just got a few more than than Jaden, and then you could see it in the in the performance on Friday night. I think. I think just just while we're touching on Nonto, another of the questions asked was, "Do you switch wings?" Because Nonto's more effective on the left. Some of us more capable of being more effective from either wing. Um, I think one of the things that we've seen in in, in some of the low is how effective he's been coming off the left. Yeah. Um, so that's the difficult one for me, and and I don't think Willie is as effective coming off the right as he is off the left. Yeah. But you, uh, for me, you take quite a bit away from Jimmy's game by moving him. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? It's like if you've got this one player who's out of form, <clears throat> and you've got one player who's playing great, you leave that player alone. He's playing great. You don't risk them both having a bad game. Not yeah. for anyway. yeah. Well, like we 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 say that Willie's not so good coming in off the the right. He he did come in off the right and score with his left. But I I totally get what you're saying, man. It, he is. And we were talking before the game rather than during yeah. the game. But, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I, hindsight's yeah, yeah. great. Once you be on yeah. the game, it's fantastic, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? But but that that was the question mark uh, beforehand. I think there was also a do you start Piro? Um, and, and I think at this point in time, given what Bamford's done recently and given how well Ruta's playing deeper, um, yeah. I don't think anybody was particularly serious about that one, unless, unless what you were saying is you're going to play Ruta wide uh, and bring Piro. I would quite like at some point, it, potentially in a game that doesn't matter quite so much, because if you think of that timing, playing Friday night, it would have been a release of pressure for some of the sides around us had we not got three points out of this Oh, year. God. They would have um, been just like, they'd have been laughing their asses off. They'd have been yeah. like, we've got it now. These these guys are buckling. They've had the yeah. chance and they've blown it when the pressure's on. And they would have taken a lot from that. And yeah, it's, so yeah. it's like a it's like a double boost for us that we won that game because it, it breaks them a little bit and it, it puts us up there. And you get that psychological thing of seeing us in second in the table. And mm. there's yeah, absolutely. like a belief that that instills in you as a player when you look at that, surely. Yeah, and I think there is a thing of um, the pressure or the situation is in your own hands then, isn't it? Because Mm. you can go make a difference. And if you don't win the game, well, that's on you when you've relieved some pressure. But if you do win the game, then you've mounted the pressure up before somebody else plays. So at least least you've got an ability to influence or apply pressure to your opponents if you go earlier. Friday night games can still piss off. And to be fair, early kickoffs on Saturday can piss off as well. Um, but, but still, having had the position where you can do that, at least we took advantage of it this time. Because I think mm. maybe this is a pessimistic Leeds fan just in general. Yeah. I think we failed to do that quite a lot of the time when we've had mm. an opportunity as a club to apply yeah. pressure. We've, we've relieved pressure and we've not driven that. And I think, 
the early kickoffs, the kickoffs before three o'clock on a Saturday, be it Friday night, Saturday morning, I don't care, it's shite. It um, is shit. But given that situation, at least we went and we did do that. Um, so we spoke about the lineup, and and I think going into the game, once you've seen that lineup, and you're thinking, well, if Willie can, can have an effect, Jimmy's mm. played well this season, Ruta's playing well deeper, yeah. Paddy's seemingly up to speed, he's having the influence on the games. I think from an attacking standpoint, we're, we're looking fine. Kamara's getting involved, albeit a little bit deeper. Mm. And then you look at the the defense, and you're thinking, well, we've got um, Furpo getting forward. He's doing well. Uh, yeah. Whether he'll be asked any questions in defence or not, it's a different matter. You've got Ampadu, you've got Rodon in in mid in, in the centre backs that are actually looking as solid as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've got Gray, and you're thinking, well, I quite like Gray in midfield, but he's doing he's doing well at right back. And then you see the, the performance that Gray puts in. He, he did. back in, didn't he? But the, yeah. you see the performance <laughs> that Gray puts in, and just in general principle. Is there anybody droppable in that first eleven now? Not for me. Not not without at least serious thought. I mean, even Bamford. That that that. It's good that you mentioned that, Gilly, because it's uh, Nige D has a comment here saying, "Does Pascal and DJ get back in when fit?" So that kind of goes along with your your question yeah. there. Um, and it's it's a good shout. It's a good question. Yeah, it's a difficult one to answer as well. And I think for me. So actually, I'll let you go first because I've got my view, but I think most people okay. probably know my view. But I've got my view. You go first. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I think, the, like Jay said earlier as well, we've seen how Fark doesn't like to change a winning team very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can see how they're playing at the moment. And it would be a crying shame to take Gruev out of that centre midfield position at the moment. Um, he, he's playing some fantastic football. He's bided his time. You've never heard anything from him, uh, from you know getting minutes here and sitting on the bench for large periods. But he's taking his chance, and like who who do you drop to bring Ampadu back in there? And yeah. if you've got the the new right back now, do you put Archie in there with Ampadu, or do you take you know whoever put Archie in, leave Ampadu? Yeah, like the the options at the moment are mind bending, and and I think that's the nicest headache we've had for a very long time mm. and I don't know where like everyone seems to be on the same page they're all happy they're all sort of rooting for each other no matter what who's starting or whatever the case may be so the spirit's good there it's just I, I don't envy Daniel Fark in that position a one single bit because yeah, he's, 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 he's he's got two players there that will get in any Top championship, uh, lower, yeah, uh, tier Premier League side, like you know what I mean. So it's it's how do you keep them happy and keep everyone else happy? It's just yeah, not a job that I'd fancy. No, yeah, but that's why he's paid the big bucks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's why we're not. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're sitting here. That's why we're sat talking about it on a Sunday night yeah. instead. That's why we don't have to lay um, awake at night thinking how how do I tell him? How do I tell yeah. him? Oh, it's gonna! Oh, it's not gonna be happy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, just I couldn't be doing with that. I hate so, having to like manage a lot of people's expectations and feelings. And Andy, uh, Andy, so do you want to answer well. the question as well, Jay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which oh, one's that? This Pascal and DJ. Um, I don't oh, think Pascal yeah, yeah. gets stripped. I don't think Pascal gets straight back in at all. 
I don't see that he's offered more than Ampadu at centre-back so far this season. Um, and DJ, I think, does come back in unless Nonto suddenly goes on a run of form now, which could happen. And um, I do feel like with Farker as well, I think there's like a bit of a, a thing with him there that he really believes in Nonto and he's really desperate for him to do well. And I think perhaps he may see it as DJ is a great championship winger. But should we go up, I think he's looking at Nonto as the long-term guy who's going to be there. Maybe so. Some of us so I think there. on the outside, yeah. So I think on the outside, I think I think your answer spot on. Um, I don't think Strike gets back in the side um, immediately. I think um, Nonto really has to play his way into form because he scored the goal, and now he needs to back that up. Because if you look at Dan yeah. James's output so far this season, I think he's joint on top in terms of uh, number of uh, assists. Or it might be second in numbers of assists. Second in numbers of goals to different players for each. I think Ruta's our mm. leading assist maker, yeah. uh, and Somerville's our leading goal scorer. And Dan James is second only to them. So I think in terms of um, output, yeah, it's really difficult to look beyond Dan James. But I think in terms of defence, you look at what we've done since the turn of year. And I know Cooper was in for a couple of games beyond Christmas when Stroud mm. was unavailable, and then uh, Cooper, I think uh, himself as well. Then Ampadu dropped back at that did, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had umpteen clean sheets on the bounce. We've conceded mm-hmm. one goal in five games. We've looked so assured and so steady at the back, even with Melier in goal. Um, which, if Joe hears me say, <laughs> he's going to fall out with me over. Um, uh, I think I, I do. I think he's competent at this level. He worries the shit out of me still, but he's competent mm-hmm. at this level. But we, but even when competency is there, it's not looked as assured as this. Furpo looks like he's the real deal at the moment. And I know there's not a lot of questions being asked of him in defence. Apart defense, from his foul, like, he gave a penalty. Really. Yeah. Apart from that bit, uh, he's, and he's not being asked a lot in defence. A lot of it's being asked going forwards because we've got Gruev that can drop in. Yeah. Because we've got Ampadu that understands the position of uh, DMC and centre-back mm. inside out. Um, and because you've got leaders at the back in Rodon and Ampadu that are pulling the strings and telling people where they need to be. Yeah, that's not such an issue. It just looks they're making it look easy at the moment, and I think that's the sign of a good side. I and it's so settled. And I think Gruev's output. I, I think, I think it was ninety-seven percent pass completion rate. Albeit, so mm. three games ago when he first first um, got got a, a full opportunity inside the first twenty minutes, he'd given away really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, a, a really, really bad uh, placed pass just went straight through to the opposition and a better side punishes you. Yeah. Since that point, across three games, he's had a 97% completion rate. And mm-hmm. it's not all been sidewards and backwards. Some of it's been that yeah, yeah. It might, this might not come off, but it might come off. He's not, he's not playing within himself like he's scared. Mm-hmm. He's getting into challenges and he's making the passes. And I think, for me, I think it's a really, really difficult challenge as you said and this is why he's paid the big bucks it's a big challenge for Farker to keep players happy when they're playing well yeah. and other players are trying to get in yeah um I, th- I think there is a balance though in that I am still now worried about the amount of minutes that Ampadu and Gray in, in especially have played so far yeah. this season because they're asking a lot of them um that also goes for Rodon as well but I think yeah. Ampadu having been in midfield and Gray having been at fullback and the you know, it's not just a defender's role anymore, is it? 
you know that, that that dancing that he were doing in the opposition's mm-hmm. uh, penalty box at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there has to get up and down. So I, I think for me, I think there's a lot to be said uh, for having that settled team. And I know that Smarty really, really falls out with people when they start talking about changing the side. It does, You've yeah. got to keep players involved as well, because otherwise, players coming from the bench are all cold. And when you need them, because somebody's unavailable, because Strike's been unavailable and somebody's had to step in, and then Cooper unavailable, somebody else has had to step in. They've got to be ready to go. Yeah, um, absolutely. To find that balance. That's why you need to give them those minutes because you you can't have people coming off the bench cold who have not got up to speed. That first game yeah. for Gruev as well, like a prime example of a guy who's never played English football, and it was yeah. probably a little yeah. bit of a shock to him initially. He was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, this is intense, but it's a sign of a good player. He's quickly like adapted to that and he, he's seen what it's about now and he's got stuck in and he's he's adapted his game to it. He's just he's a natural. I think he's grown very quickly into that role with the lack of minutes that he had over the, the yes, open yeah. couple of months of the season, you know. Um, like you said, Jay, it's like he wasn't expecting it to be as physical, probably, mm. or yeah. to be putting out so much energy in in short periods of the game here and there yeah. or whatever the case may be like yeah. so for him to pick up on that it's it's uh so quickly is is it's, it's really encouraging really he's done brilliantly i think that's like yeah. a benefit of having a guy like farker as manager as well because he's managed in these countries where some of these guys mm. have played he does know the difference yeah. between the the game there and the game here he can yeah. help him with advice and tell him stuff and work on that with him because he's seen it himself it's not like somebody who's only managed in England, fucking Steve Evans or somebody, and got a clue how games played like anywhere, basically. But yeah. you know, then you've got someone like Farker with all that wealth and knowledge that he can give to him. And I think that's only a positive. You can you can't lose with that kind of that kind of knowledge. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. it's a great asset to have. And the fact that he wanted to be manager and not just coach shows that yeah, he's yeah. he's in charge of the squad. He's the one that yeah brings the hammer down if it needs brought down not the board not some director of football it's the manager so that's how it should be i i I, yeah no i think he's uh he's taken a lot of kind of aspects of managing on the continent and applied them here and and knowing the english game he's he's adjusted as well which is it's it's absolutely class like so good excellent so um let's just have a look at the first half then so multiple chances fell to us i think there was Mm. one Clear chance fell to them. Um, I can't remember the guy that played him through, but Naki Wells ran onto it and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, ended up ended up pulling it wide. Um, and I think actually that were quite early on and, and could have really changed the dynamic of they the game. They were a worrier that they just, thought, oh yeah, God. Absolutely. And, and they would have just instantly, that would have been a five and a four. Shut up, shop. That's come it. And, come and break Time it down. waste for all eternity. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, uh, very good that that didn't happen. <laughs> um, especially on on balance, when you look back at and at the scoreline, but we had some real, real good chances. So, Jay, I'll come to you first in terms of mm-hmm. the the overall feeling of the first half, going into half time, looking at the opportunities that we'd had. Were you pissed off that we'd not taken them, or were you happy that we were on top? Oh no, I were annoyed. I were pissed off because you can't help when it's an away game and it's like technically a week night, but you just start to think, oh god, we, it's going to be another Stoke or something, and. The longer that we labour trying to get a goal, the more vulnerable we seem to become over the course of a game. And it just it scares the shit out of me. Games like that where you can't score, but you're like banging on the door and stuff, it just it scares the shit out of me. And that, that one Georgie skied from four yards, man. I mean, that should have been a stonewall <laughs> straight into the goal. 
effort. The keeper that, got should... a touch on that. That's why it went. That's oh, why it bounced over. The keeper got a touch on it. put enough power on it. It wouldn't have mattered mm. at that yeah. range. Tries to finesse yeah. it into the goal sometimes, that lad. Yeah. <laughs> Playing FIFA, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, you mentioned the keeper then. So, Carl, um, just off the top of your head, just a general feeling. I'm not asking for actual numbers, but how often does it seem that we come up against the keeper that just seems to have the game of his life? Oh, I'd say one in every three games so far this season <laughs> has had a keeper where he's just pulled off. Like every time we, we, I see a keeper have a game like that where he's just pulling off save after save, I just think of that FA Cup game against Sunderland in 1973, <laughs> where that. So I don't remember that, that one. I mean, you're looking pretty good for it if you do, but well, for me, I remember. Be, yeah. I remember Big Nigel against Roma. Oh that, yeah, that's like, what it reminds me of because they absolutely paggered us, and yeah. he was. Just unbeatable that night and it's that it that's reminds me of that and I'm thinking do you know sometimes we benefit from these yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it was mad like to be fair like we had six shots on target um out of 14 efforts and to score only one of them like it it shows that the keeper's clearly done his work like so that's all right I'll take that so were you fuming at Bamford so the one um when it when it came to him and he hit it first time and it was just mm. straight at the keeper were you fuming? Well, yeah, because kind of he's 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 in a kind of a goal scoring run at the moment, um, and you kind of expect him to have a bit more composure with an effort like that. So, yeah, probably just take it nice and easy and, and not bother. Like, but he's done an awful lot of work up front, I think, um, throughout the whole game to kind of take it away from that. Just I'm assuming that give me a second. I'm just, that Joe, Joe I'm, just texting, I'm just texting Joe Wayman to call him a wanker. <laughs> I'm looking through here. Hang on. We've got that's why he talks football. Just Joe Red, Chris Pratt. Another one. Chris Pratt. Another Listen, one. Just Joe Red. Got, Where's Chris? I've got the air out. Hey, I've been told it. It's not my fault. I didn't ask people to bloody say it. The raid is on. Joe, say hi. Just oh, Joe Raid. Chris Pratt. I'm going to have to go back and watch Joe's show. Oh, There's man, right. A thousand people just arrived and everybody just... <laughs> I, I give Chris up. Pratt. I give up. <laughs> You'll have to tag Chris Pratt in this episode. <laughs> it's, listen, it's not my fault people have said it, okay? It might not look like it with that on, but it gets said. It's not my fault. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, yeah. This all I am available for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, and whatever else. <laughs> the Lutan clan. The Lutan clan, that's the one. Um, so, I, I, Jay, I'm going to come to you for this one. So, oh, in terms on, of being fuming at a player, so I actually watched most of Joe's watch along for this game. It's the first time I've ever been involved in the watch along at all. Sorry. I've never, I've, I've never watched a watch along. It's it, it, whatever else, but um. He was actually spitting feathers at, at, at Somerville. Pass it, pass it, get in position and pass it. And there were a few times when, you know, he, he might have beaten three men and then he's got a shot on, but, you know, he's P-rolled it to keeper. And there were one at the front post where there were an easy pass on and there were two men open in the box. Yeah. He's taking a shot on it. And he were getting frustrated at him because he's, he's that level of greed. Yeah. I, I'm right there with him. Are we right to get frustrated with him, or, or or do we need to reflect on the fact that he's our highest goal scorer at the moment, and goal scorers score goals because they've got that mindset? It's um, it, 
it's okay to get frustrated because we want to see the team do well. We want to see goals being scored. But at the same time, you don't get players that good that aren't greedy bastards, do you? You just don't. I know what you're I mean, You tend not that. to get players that, that good in the championship. Uh, no, oh, I know no. that's it. I um, I actually made a couple of notes just before we came on so that I wouldn't lose track too much because I always forget what I'm going to bloody say. And uh, one of them is Somerville decision-making. And I just felt like he made a lot of bad choices in that game. There were just so many times where he just he did the wrong thing. And it's it's all right to have an off game where you do that. He's been so good this season that he's he's performing at such a high level now that he could still be performing better than other players. But because it's not a, what we've seen from him, people will still say, <laughs> people will still listen, Alan Partridge, you can get out. <laughs> Uh, people will still say that he's he's played a bad game or he's not done well, but you know he is still playing quite well. He's just not playing at his level. You're welcome, Ryan. Cheers. See ya. <laughs> Ryan says that's not Chris Pratt. I'm going. <laughs> just on the um, just, just, well, just, just, just before we come to you, Carl, I'm just going to read this out from Steve Brown. I thought right. Chris closing down was amazing, but his decision making with the ball was was frustrating. I think that's about right, isn't it? His work rate yeah. was was unquestionable. He was working yeah. so hard on and off the ball, um, and and I think it, when he when he had the ball, he was playing well. He just didn't convert that. But Carl, come on, I'll come to you. Well, what what I was going to say was basically, I I I, don't, I have an issue like you were saying with his decision making and and stuff like that, and just being a little bit greedy on the ball, right? I don't mind him being greedy on the ball when he gets inside the 18-yard box because if he wants to dance around all day in the 18-yard box, people are going to kick him at some point. So I'm okay with that. What I'd prefer to see is when he gets on the ball in outside the 18-yard box in their final third, like you were saying, it's decision-making. Let the ball go earlier. Like the the, I harp back to the, the goal he got against Blackburn where Archie Gray played him that, you know, that just that first time ball with the outside of the foot. In that position, I could have seen Somerville maybe taking that ball on and, and trying to run with it. Whereas Archie Gray has just played that first time he's seen the pass, he's done it, you know. And I think that's where Somerville's kind of decision making and and overall greed on the ball sometimes it it is a bit frustrating. So inside the box, be as greedy as you want someone's going to kick you at some point like um but outside the box just just let it go early don't don't hold on to it too long because we've got too many forward moves breaking down because he's not letting the ball go early enough and and sometimes that's costing us even last night maybe some maybe that could have been a four or five niller if there was opportunities where he let it go we've already talked about one or two of them um so i don't know i think Overall, you can't knock his work rate and 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 everything else. I just let it go when you when you when you when the, when you're on the ball and you've got time to pass go, and make a move. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from Jay singing. <laughs> One thing that yeah. I do want to call some some attention to, and I really really hope he's in the comments because he's so going to appreciate this. Oh, uh, he's Brin, Brin Diesel from Wakefield. Oh, yeah, um, he's there. 
Um, it absolutely hates Pat Bamford, but one of the things I really, really enjoyed this weekend was him defending Bamford on Saturday morning on Twitter. And then I called attention to it in our group chat with him, and he really enjoyed that. He really yeah, appreciated it. It's complicated. It, so. <laughs> well done, Bryn. <laughs> He's having a laugh yeah, um, in the comments. Uh... But I think if, if if we just touch on on Bamford now and 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 Gray because we've mentioned him as well, um, the ball that Archie played down the wing for for Paddy to run onto, first off, he's got no right to be able to play that from the position he's in to be able to pick out that man in that in that sort of sense. But then, if we reflect on, I think there were a um, a couple <laughs> there were a couple of seasons ago, um, Paddy were talking about who was fastest in the squad, and he were like, "It's me." <laughs> and, 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 and 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 actually, when you when you reflected on it, I think he'd been tracked as the fastest player in a match, the fastest player that Leeds had, had, had had tracked over a certain period or whatever. He really showed a turn of pace again, didn't he? Because the worry is when a player's not played for such a long time and when they've had injuries, mm. um, that when they come back, they're not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Quite the same player. They don't have the same turn of pace. And if a player's been reliant on pace, and even if... You know, he's quite a, a, a relaxed running style, aren't he, Paddy? But yeah. um, but he's still quick over the ground. And I think that, for me, were, were brilliant to see because there was somebody that were tracking him uh, and, and trying to get there. And you're thinking, yeah, he's, he's not going to get there. And then you're thinking, mm. hell, not only has he got there, he's beaten the man, he's running in on goal, and then he plays the ball across. And you're thinking, wow, I mean, th- th- this is nice. Played it with the outside of the boot as well. Almost got to his man. Didn't quite get to his man, dropped to somebody else about five yards out, and then boom, Rosette. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, everything yeah. up until that point were really, really nice. And I, I really liked it. I think just on that Somerville piece, though, his fifth top scorer in that league. Mm. Now, nobody expected him. I mean, we all no. hoped. And I think he's 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 quite easily one of the best players in this division this this oh, season without question i think there's um uh, you know there's Jewsbury hall he's, he's he's thought of in the kind of the same vein and there's people that think it might be one more than the other but i think if you were to say well he's definitely top 3 there's going to be very few people that would argue with that mm-hmm. um and I, and I i personally i think that you've got to take some rough with this move with that he's not going to get as many goals if he's not Desperate to score goals, and if he's not yeah, desperate yeah. to score goals, he's going to be laying other people up. Um, but I think that we've been guilty of trying to score the perfect goal too often. Arsenal oh, came under a lot yeah. of uh, uh, criticism when they were in their pomp and they were brilliant and they were mm. football insides to death. And I'm not saying we're on that level, we are a, a tier down though. I think we are guilty of not taking enough shots quite a lot of the yeah. time, definitely. So you've got to have it, you've got to have a mixture anyway, haven't you? 
Yeah. If you don't shoot, you don't score. Isn't that what you were always yeah. told when you were a kid? Like, so yeah. maybe apply that exactly logic that. a little bit more. <laughs> Be all right. And all three of us would have shot rather than lobbing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? So, We'd have all you know. done the same. Like, what? Absolutely. So, Roughly this move. Others. We don't have the yeah. ability that he's got, though. So we can't make that decision. I, I mean, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, so we're coming to the second half then, and um, right from the outset, it felt like it was going to be more of the same. It felt like we were the better mm. side. It didn't really feel like a game that Bristol were able to operate in. They weren't able to give us many challenges. They weren't offering mm. much against us. Um, and then Willie popped up. Um, and at that point in time, <laughs> and at, at that point in time, I'm like, pass it. Pass it, just pass it, um, and and he didn't, and he took it on, and 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 he, I think the keeper should be doing better with that. But at the same, we'd time, have gone mental if Malay conceded that. Yeah, we would. Yeah, but is yeah. it so hard um, yeah. that you can see? And the keeper's body position, he was he was going the other way already. Um, so I, I think, especially in light of the fact that if um, was it O'Leary, O'Neill, O'Leary, he was O'Leary, Max O'Leary, yeah. isn't it? Um, if he'd not played as well as he did, it would have been a, a much greater scoreline uh, in our favour. So you, you kind of need to give him a little bit of credit for that. But at the same time, I mean, it, it's a good finish. But what a celebration. Yeah. So we, where did you watch it? And were you going mad? Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't, yeah. Wasn't I, I was watching it at home. So, you know, um, I was just, yeah, I was well happy. I actually, do you know what? I missed the live girl I just nipped into the kitchen <laughs> and then I heard it and I ran back in and I saw the replay and then I saw him going mental and I was just like fucking yes come on you <laughs> you know but yeah. I did have a bet that had Somerville scoring on it so I was screaming at him for most of the night after that because he <laughs> should have scored a goal yeah she should, should have got a goal yeah, really. you, you can't yeah. tell me yeah. that Willie's not invested it doesn't matter he looked like it meant a lot to him that yeah that would a big that would a big relief for him I think wasn't it you know, the way that so. he was punching the air and all of that, that 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 meant something to him. He knows he's not um, been at his best level. He knows that. He's yeah. not daft. Yeah, I think so. Do, um, do you, just a quick question to you, lads. Do you think was uh, it a good dummy from Pat Bamford or did he just mean to get the ball and miss it? <laughs> fucking dummy. We'll <laughs> never know, dumb. right? We'll never know. All day, that's a... That's a fucking, oh, come on! He does do him. He does, he does do him. He does do him. Like, when he left yeah, that he ball, does. It looks like uh, he even gets a touch on it. Whoever Somerville or Ruth took out in the other game. But and he know, would instantly you know turn I mean. it around to see where the ball had gone. It's not like yeah. it were a case of, a, oh, shit, I've, I've got that wrong, and then yeah. where's it gone? Oh, no, I just <laughs> wanted to see. <laughs> no, 100%. That's a dummy yeah. for me. So, yeah, yeah. as the resident Italian stallion, did that mean a little bit extra when Nonto went through and scored that? Um, well, it was just nice to see that uh, it was all good and well that he got the goal, I think. I, it just means that he's he, he's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable at the club again after what he did. Now, there's a lad that I know who's still kind of on the fence with Nonto because he actually hasn't come out and apologised to the fans. Um mm. Which you know, I I understand, um, but he's he's spat the dummy out. He's taken, uh, he's eaten his humble pie, and he's 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 getting back in the frame with things. And I think, like you said, he was punching the air in that celebration. Just it, it was like a lot of frustration over the last couple of months was just released yeah. with that goal, and he was just he was over the moon. And I think everyone in the stadium, regardless of your opinion of what he did during the summer, I think everyone that was in the stadium was 
was over the moon for him and and yeah it's it it was nice hopefully it's uh it 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 stands him in good stead now going into the euros in the summer like so that'll be all right mm. uh, have they actually qualified for this one <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, Do they still utilize yeah. the um grab by defend- the neck tackle? We're, we're defending champions, that's so it's like... <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, is that why you, you just qualified by default? No, no, no. We had to actually qualify this time. They don't allow the holders now anymore, it's only the host nation. So they actually had to qualify. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's kind of stupid that the holders don't get to defend if they don't qualify. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. The, anyway, anyway, yeah, it's only So I think um, overall, we, we we look going through the second half. For me, I, I get that one nil is an awful scoreline. It just mm. is because it can all go so quickly wrong. But it, it felt throughout to me like we were just in control and that there was nothing going to go wrong, which is. Different for me to most games that I, <laughs> that I watch lead through. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Something's going to go wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going. We've got to score while we're on top because we're not going to stay on top. And, and and you know we've missed too many chances. It's all going to. Carl, I just didn't get that feeling this time. Did you? I did. Am I on my own? No, you're not. Generally, um, I think this is, after the two years we've had, <laughs> everyone is kind of getting that feeling every now and again when we don't start scoring when we're dominating like we've seen what can happen uh on more than one occasion that we've dominated games and we've come away with either a draw or a loss for some bizarre reason so i i, I genuinely didn't feel going like sure I, I even said 3-1 as my prediction like so <laughs> i was kind of I, I i might have been a little overconfident but going on how we played and the chances we had and and the chance we should have put away maybe 3-1 wasn't one wasn't uh wasn't far off what it should have been like you know yeah um and jay the same question with an additional context of having mm. watched burpo do what he did um <laughs> were, was there a worry that actually we're going to come unstuck here because however well we've dominated we're only one up yeah for me there was i'm i'm never comfortable at one nil i just can't accept you're a glass half empty man aren't you I try not to be, but in times like that, yes, I am. <laughs> I, I just can't accept that there's no danger, no possibility of us doing a Leeds. So, yeah, you just... It, it doing a Leeds? Yeah, we, you know what we like. <laughs> we we always shoot ourselves in the foot. We normally undo ourselves. It's not because teams are better than us a lot of the time. It's because we just do something stupid. And that's just, you know, that's it's drilled into me now. I'm scared, scared as shit when we're 1-0 ahead. I don't even like being 2-0 ahead. Because if it goes to two one, then you're on back foot and it's all fucked, isn't it? So I need to be three nil, like, mate, to be comfortable. <laughs> like I was five three, like we did against Preston that time. Yeah, like I was saying though earlier on, it, like that was. I didn't. I, I felt very confident going into that game, like mm. for some bizarre reason, nervously confident. You know, I actually did but, too. It was only a minor worry, but I, I did mm. too. Did you? Did you both kind of? At some point, when we started missing opportunities, did you kind of think, "Oh, this is it! Like, this, this is <laughs> this is this is the one where it's going to be they get an either a sneaky ninety-second minute equalizer or they score twice in ten minutes." 
at the end of the game. Did anyone get that feeling? Oh, we'll end all? up getting somebody sent off for absolutely nothing and then yeah, be under the yeah. cosh for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. God. It's strange, isn't it? I, I think for me, you know, you look at um, the two that stick out in the second half for me was Melier's big save. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I, he wasn't 100% certain where it was going, but he was so quick back up after he'd made the save that he was there on his own to just pick the ball up. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only person anywhere near him were, I think it was Rodon. It was he was great, only player. It, it was a good save. And Furpo's block, um, mm. which I think were on about 85, 86 minutes, something like that. Those were the only real um, opportunities they had in the second half. Um, you know, that, that Furpo um, drag back on the edge of the box. That, that, uh, and, and for me, that did carry on into the box. He didn't mm. let go of him quite quickly enough for me. So we kind of, I think, got away with one there a little but bit. But it's where the foul it's starts. The initial foul, it's initiated, though. isn't not, it? It's not. If but, it carries on into the box, it's a penalty. That can't be true. Is that why you're... That, that can't be right. right. Do you reckon why? is that why your man went down in the box then? Because he knew he'd I already so. been fouled. Because to so. me, it's where the foul's mm. initiated. That's where the foul starts. That's the moment the foul occurs. So hang on a minute. You, you start fighting with somebody that's got the ball and you're pushing them and you're fouling them all over and then you carry on doing that into the box, do you think they should only get a free kick? Absolutely. Even if though you fouled them in the box? If it's a judge to have been a foul before that, then yeah. Yeah. Because you're, yeah, the, the ref if it carries like on into the box. On, he's playing advantage a bit. Like no, it, 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 in, in that time that. period, if it carries on into the box, I'm it's, it's a penalty if it carries on. So, for me, he, he, he let go of him a little bit too late. He should have let go of him before that because he'd got wrong side of his man. His man's mm-hmm. beat him. You're going to give something away. And, it, and you know, worse being the worst, it's going to be a penalty or a red card or both. Well, a professional referee agreed with me and gave it where the foul was initiated. <laughs> and we never get shit refs and we never that... say the crap. So, <laughs> we have to just go with that as being official. I think that's because he didn't and... see it going into the box is, is, is the thing. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying exactly. is... It was a marginal call, and I think we got away with one, ultimately. Okay, fair enough. However, oh, Bristol we've fans weren't impressed with it, were they? No, but we've also, to back up Gilly's point, that happened at, uh, Steve Brown says that happened at Newcastle on Saturday, mm-hmm. foul carried on into Dave, the box, penalty given. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No, no, nobody's wrong. We're just, I don't even think the refs know the rules half the time. Nobody's wrong, <laughs> everyone gets <laughs> No, the rest so, done the I mean, re- re- regardless, really, I think, I think, I think, slightly, we got away with one a bit there, uh, and there were a couple. Melia save was good, but he yeah. was put in a position where he had to make it, which was mm-hmm. a bit of a concern. And then Furpo's block was outstanding. It was a, he, he read that really well. Um, yeah. However, I still want in a position where I was worried. Maybe it's just because I'd had a few beers during the game, and therefore I was a bit <laughs> zen about everything as it was at the point. Um, I'll be honest. Maybe you were just like, uh, come on here. <laughs> shit, this lot. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, we, I just, we yeah, we, we, we've been on such a hour. good run. We do have a great record and we've been on such a great run. If you can't enjoy football at this point, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. I think you're you're buying on there, Giddy. Oh, we're actually it. doing really um, well. I can enjoy it, but with nerves. There's always some nerves. <laughs> But but wasn't it nice to put the pressure on the other two to have to get something and and the only one oh, like Cal. Southampton they they're only a point ahead of us even after getting a win like for all we the know two? huh 
other Only three. two? No. Are we, are, are Ipswich out of it now? Is that it? It's just, just Ipswich, the other well, two. I, 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 the the other two was in, I meant Ipswich and Southampton. Not oh, right, okay. We, we, I, I, we, we I, let Leicester just crack on. Well, yeah, because I'm I'm more fixated on making sure that we have second. If if we get second, then okay. we can look to we can look to first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we applied any pressure to Leicester, you couldn't tell, could we? Nah, <laughs> it was five nil. Yeah, Stop your nonsense. It. We're out of the picture. Who said that? <laughs> oh, is that Southampton fan in the yeah, chat there? Yeah, is yeah. he? Yeah, no, he's not here. He's not in our chat. <laughs> uh, no, no it was great. Money. And for all we know, that getting that result could have been part of why it switched. You know, drop points. Because mm. they were worried, and it's put a bit of extra well, pressure on. For a team that's won one in eight, you don't need teams around you to start sticking knife in, do you? Absolutely, it doesn't help. Absolutely it doesn't help. I'm just looking at the form yeah. table now, and um, I'll bring it up because why not? Saints um, is a bit worrying, isn't it? Yeah, majorly. Twenty-one on the bounce, isn't it? They've not lost in twenty-one yeah. games. So that's the current form table. We are second in there. Ipswich, I mean, they're 13th, man. Jesus Christ. They're not not having a good time. So they're either going to come out of this slump and that's the blip and they'll be back on fire or they're just going to keep struggling to the rest of the 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 season. They've got, got, what? if I'm reading that right, points total is seven and their goal difference is zero from the last six games. Yeah. Well, wow. like four, we've only four, lost six three against six. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what are their results? If it wow. Comes I mean, that's... that's so, yeah, they've got beat by Maidstone. Yeah. Beat by Preston. 1-1 with Leicester. They beat Sunderland. And Leicester draw and Sun- beating Sunderland, who are playing quite well at the moment. That's not yeah. too bad. But look they've at lost those. The there, lost the QPR. <laughs> no, it's drawn, isn't it, with Stoke? Drawn with QPR. Mm. Drawn with Leicester. Got Leicester hammered by us. Drawn with Norwich. I mean, they've been they've been on a bit of a slide for a while now. So actually, yeah. what you could say is that we've done that to them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> how many how many teams do we send on a bad run? Like Norwich, yeah, well, yeah. when we when we had that comeback and beat them, they were flying at the time, and they didn't win a game again for about six or seven. Yeah, but usually it's um, it's when they've pulled out all the stops to beat us, isn't it? And then you see yeah, them going yeah. on a windless run. Yeah, that, that used to be under Bielsa, didn't it? If someone beat us, then they won. They lost like the next couple of games or something. Yeah, because they yeah. run themselves into the ground, try to keep up with us. Exactly that. Exactly that. Um, which segues me to this as well, uh, well which I will just show you well, now. Just give me a Jay sec. putting stuff in without notifying us. <laughs> I'm just going to show you something quickly because it's, it's it, you know. Good ask he's, first at least. You lads will be on board. It's fine. I just think this is amazing. I mean, it yeah. is. It absolutely is. So, uh, for anybody on the uh, audio, listen back. Uh, Second tier podcast tweeted: Leeds are now won more points at this stage in the season than they did in both championship seasons under Marcelo Bielsa. It's amazing. It's just though. unreal. It's absolutely. It's and do you know what? If we beat Rotherham, we'll be eight points ahead of where we were under Bielsa in our championship winning season. It's just insane. Okay, can um, I ask a question? Go on. Sorry, Gilly. Um, if Bielsa had the squad Farkas, how far ahead do you think we'd be? Oh, we'd have won it by now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. We'd have won it by like, now. Like, yeah, Farkas done it with the remains of a, a Premier League squad. Well, the remains, the bare bone remains. But 
Bielsa did it with a, a, a club that had finished 15th nearly three seasons on the trot. Um, so I don't think it's fair to compare, like, do it, you know, statistically, points-wise, yeah, great. But it's it's a different kettle of fish when you look at the squads and, and you know, the players that Bielsa had and what Farrell yeah. has. Like, so... Oh, I get, I, I get, I get it. Like, <laughs> oh God, what's what are you? Now? What, what now? Um, so, Mister Dodo just oh, dropped shit. into the comment with, "Oh, I saw Left that." You a little I'm, treat on Twitter. I've been waiting man. for this. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> what, what's he left? Are you, are you bringing just it up? Second, and I'll. Uh, I dread to think. I have found it on my phone, but I did find it on my phone, and I want to. Uh, <laughs> I want to give it a bit. Here we go. Hang on. <laughs> oh, he's done it on the pod channel, has he? Um, yeah, he's um, <laughs> here we go. I'll put it into the comments, unless you got it there. I'll put it, I'll, hey. I'll drop it in. <laughs> um, yeah, we like Mr. Dodo, he, he, he does some very silly things for us sometimes. He does, he um, does. very enjoyable. So, just while I'm doing this, then, um, are we still, are we still annoyed? Annoyed, frustrated with the timing of Farker's subs, or are we just are we just learning to live with it at this point? We're not going to change his mind, no matter how much we whinge and moan about it. He's 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 always going to to do what he feels is right at the time for, well, yeah, the team, I guess. Um, but you can I've, still feel differently about it. That's okay. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but there, there won't be any change in his mind. Like he he gets asked it quite a bit in the press conference as well, doesn't he? So you're kind of like, is he getting annoyed with the question? You know, he, like we, <laughs> just let him crack we, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw how he reacted when people kept asking about Peru and Jorginho and why is Peru playing the town. He gave a 15 minute explanation, like yeah. So which like, is basically, we, I know what I'm doing. Just let me cook. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. do we really want that about substitution timing? Like, Christ, that could be the most boring fucking presentation on the planet if he tries doing that one. Like, um, I think there is a there is a thing though, isn't there? Um, mm. In this game, albeit not taking our chances, but in this game we were on top, so you can kind of see why somebody wouldn't make changes while on top because then mm. you could unsettle it and bring pressure on yourself. I think it's the reason I asked the question is because in other games, it's been. You know, we can see that changes need to be made, and, we, and something needs to come up. Uh, something needs to to um, a, a change needs to be made to stop either somebody else getting on top in a game, or stop being on top in the game, mm. or because we we kind of not quite there where we need to be. Yeah. Um, so I think I think there's a place for us to be frustrated while still being respectful of Farker in the role that he's doing. Um, yeah. And I think that's where I land at the moment is. Not in this specific game, but in general, I've been frustrated at the timing of his subs because I think they could have been made earlier. That's the reason I asked the question. Um, I'm with you on that. I, I trust him in general. Like, there's yeah. not anybody else that I'd want in the job. Do you know what I mean? But it, I do get frustrated by it because sometimes it feels like make some smart subs earlier rather than wait until the point where you're just throwing strikers on and hoping to get a goal. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. But- do you, do you find um, that I'm just uh, popping up the <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake, man. Oh, thanks, Donald. Um, I think that you might be Chris Pratt in that picture, Jay. I, yeah. I think so, yeah. It's been said before, <laughs> Gilly. Yeah. I can um, see it now. <laughs> um, I don't know who I am in that. Uh, Carl, I think you're a girl. 
there's a slight possibility I do need a haircut to be fair. <laughs> it's because like, he's Audrey. <laughs> it's because he's Audrey. Someone called me Audrey. Uh, hey, when I've got my haircut short and it's all done again, looking sexy, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you all, like a movie star. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'll get it. Um, yeah, I I, I I think you're a girl in that one, but I can't remember who was actually in that one because um, like, they all mix into one now. The original Jurassic Park's were brilliant. The rest since then just all mix into one, don't they? They do, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say to Evie, I'm not averse to kicking your ass, Evie, so watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that should probably kill me. <laughs> um, I'm just going to ask you, you a question now that's coming from Andy. Uh, because you've touched on it. I'd like to see Perot and Joseph on Tuesday. So um, in terms of Farker's approach, um, I think Joseph is seen as more of a striker. So do we mm. think Perot at 10 if Joseph plays? I don't see that working. I think I feel... we need to... Sorry. Go on, mate. Go on. I, I, I think we need to try out... Piro at nine and Jorginho at ten for at least fifty-five minutes because Piro needs to to start getting used to playing in that role again because it it, it looks like Jorginho is not going to move from the number ten spot now so I think it it needs to be done for at least fifty-five minutes then throw Joseph on mm. see what happens I I think with um, Ruter it works the way he plays it because Root is a player who should be playing in 10 and they kind of switch as the game is being played. Putting mm. Joseph on with Piro and then switching about, I just don't see working really. But yeah. at the same time, if 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 Piro was playing with Bamford, Bamford's going to be nice. There's no two ways about it. So Bamford yeah. can drop deep, he can get on the ball, he can look for the ball if it's not quite working in the nine. Yeah, um, yeah. And he will come and get it. Will, what Ruta he, was doing. When, when Ruta was please, stopping, Bamford. Yeah, yeah, he will. But what we saw when when Ruta was playing at nine and Perot at ten, what actually we saw was Ruta dropping deep, yeah. incredibly often. The wingers getting forward, Perot mm. holding the ten, and effectively is playing without a nine or with a false nine. Yeah, Bamford on the pitch, we don't do that. He plays as a nine. That's his role. That's that's his job. He knows his job. He does it well. He occupies the defence. He frees up space for wingers and midfielders to get involved in the game. Yeah. I'm looking for that from Perot, and I'm not sure that he's that player. And I think that the danger is that he falls into this position where he's not quite a nine and he's not quite a ten, and we don't really have a role for him in the side. Mm. And that's a worry because there's goals in him. We've seen yeah, that yeah. there's goals in him. And we, and need we have to find a way to get him into the side because we need yeah. those goals. Um, so I, I, I think it's a difficult one for me, but um, actually I would quite like to see them, uh, the, the two of them, and I do mean Joseph. Joseph and, and Puro up front in the cup, which I'll be honest, I don't really give a shit about. If we get beat in this game and we don't get to go and play against Villa, who I think will tonk Chelsea, because mm. Chelsea are abject at the moment. I, yeah. I'm really not worried. If we lose by the odd goal and we don't get tonked and we've put out our, our kids, I'm not worried about losing this game. For me, it's the league. I always want these to win. I'm never going to say that I want us to lose. Yeah, um, I really didn't want the replay, but I also didn't want to lose our home record. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm in the stadium, you, you never want to go, yeah, I want my team to lose. And, and it's the same when I, whenever I'm watching Leeds. It's just not as important a competition as the league, is it? 
Mm. Whatever you think. No, of it's up. not. It's not. Promotions are be all and end all for me. That's it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because otherwise, we've got to watch them being asset stripped again. Because yeah. we're not going to be able to finance retaining all of those players that we want. And somebody's going to come along with a big wad of Premier League cash, and yeah. we're not going to be able to say no. And it's that rebuild again. Um, I think, Jay, I don't know what you've done to Evie, but she says she's quivering <laughs> now. I have that effect. It's my film style looks. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you who won't be coming in with all the money. It won't be Everton anyway. That's for fucking sure. It absolutely <laughs> will not be. They'll be lucky to be alive by end of the season. Monopoly fuckers. money, Ravy. Monopoly yeah. money, Ravy. Um, so, um, so in terms of um, upcoming podcasts and so on, we're not going to be here for the main pod on Tuesday because of the replay of the the, the, the cup game. So we are in a position where uh, we can just quickly look forward. So um, really quickly, because I'm conscious of time, we've been on a while. Um, Jay. Do you expect? Let's have a look at the forward line first. We've touched on it a bit already, but do you expect us to make significant changes in the front line? God, uh, try to think on the spot now. Significant? I don't know. I think we could see Joe's if we could see Anthony, but there's still going to have to be two or others. You don't think there. we see Perot? Um, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Thanks for all your insight there, Jay. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not finished yet. Just give me a okay. second. Okay, yeah, uh, I've got Sky Sports on the fucking phone. I'm thinking here. on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> Do I be ringing up for you so you can fuck off? Um, you I, might I think need a name than he's pronouncing. It's fucking. <laughs> I don't freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should get Cal African Nations commentary next year. Oh, God. <laughs> could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> You'd be doing European games, would you? Fuck off. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. I, I'm saying Joseph because he could come in for Bamford. We could see Piro playing in the 10, like what you were saying before, and we sort of said we're not sure it'd work, but we could see it because it's a cup game. People need minutes, and first team players need resting. Yeah. Desperately, mm-hmm. so I'd not be against it. I'm not entirely sure whether we'll see. I think what we'd be more likely to see would be Piro and not see Joseph, but I'd like to see Joseph play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see Anthony play, and I think Nonto will play because he's not had as many minutes as Somerville's had, so that's probably going to be the two wingers. Um, I could see him putting, I was going to say Archie in the midfield, but Roberts can't play yet, can he? Because it's a replay and he wasn't in the, the other squad. I don't even know if he's cup tied anyway. I'm not sure. Um, so I think it's unless there's injuries, I think it's going to be mostly the same side. We might get Shaq. We might. We'll probably get Byram, perhaps. But he seems to play Archie all the time, so I'm not convinced he won't. But I hope that he rests him. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. I get. I get that. Rod yeah, play, plays everything. Rest. Not going to rest Ampadu. No. But he should probably put Cresswell in if if everything's okay again. They should give him a shot. There, yeah, Andy Adar is just a. Uh, you've got me fucking saying it now, Jay. Um, <laughs> Andy Adar, uh, <laughs> will Cresswell get minutes? Um, you'd, you'd like to think so at some point. He seems to be back in the frame, going off what's been said over the last week and a half or so. So. You, well, you can't say, oh, it's all sorted. He's got his head down. Then not reward him, surely. Yeah. He's just gonna <laughs> think, well, why have I bothered to fucking? Get back in line and crack on. Yeah, yeah. I, Farker's I not daft. He, he's going to know this. Yeah, this would be nice to see. Uh, not that this. Uh, <laughs> and Archie in midfield. That'd be because yeah, that, that's the, that'd be that, that'd be the only midfield partnership we haven't seen yet. 
And it wouldn't be a bad shout to try it because there's inevitably going to come a point where they do have to play a game together. Yeah. So perhaps it's worth a shot so that they've done that. Yeah. He's just like staring into space, thousand yard stare. Oh, giddy. It's frozen. Yeah. He has. It's usually me. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a shout because they may have to play a game together at some point. I'd rather they wasted a bit of experimentation on the cup game, you know. Oh, he's here twice now. <laughs> Just the one is fine, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's double gilly. Um, I opened Leeds Live to read about Connor Roberts, and it yeah. said um, he'll have to wait to make his first team debut, for which it presumably right, is yeah. not available. I don't know if it's because he's cup tied. I don't know if it's because he wasn't registered in time. I don't know if it's because he wasn't in the first leg of the cup. Um, because it crashed my browser on Leeds Live before I, think, I had the chance yeah, to actually load the page. <laughs> I think someone in the comments did say that it was um, because he wasn't in the original squad and it's a replay, so... Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, so, I think um, that's the... So, we talked about the forward line and, and um, we kind of moved on a little bit. I got I got most of it before okay. I got kicked out of the, the, the chat, so I think I caught most of it, but... Um, and we were talking about the potential of Gray and Gruev in midfield. Mm. Um, I think for me, it just comes back to the amount of minutes in his legs and That's the amount of foot being asked for him. And and um, Kamara and Gruev haven't had full seasons. They've had periods out of the team. Mm. So should be sharper and should be able to play the more games as we go. Yeah. Whereas for me, I think it is Gray and Ampadu that I'm looking to maybe spend a little bit of time and they won't like it because they want to play every game but a yeah. little bit of time just to give them that little bit of, just have a bit of a rest and then, then let's go again. Because Cooper could come in and do what, um, Ampadu is playing really well at the moment, but Cooper can come in and play alongside Rodan and be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shaq can come in and we need him to come in because we know that Firpo, Byram, they've had injury issues. We need yeah. people to have minutes in the legs and we need them to be ready. So I think you know, for me, I would be looking. I would. Be, I'm looking for Cooper to play. Uh, I'm looking for Archie to be dropped, whether that's Shaq or somebody else. Yeah. Um, just to to give Ampadu and Gray just a little bit of time. I'm now, with you. I'd love to see that. The one thing I would say is I also said that about Click about 500 games into his thousand game on the spin run. Um, and it didn't give him any issue at all. He just played everything that Bielsa threw at him, didn't he? Yeah, he so, did. What yeah. do we know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? I think it would be interesting to see Cressel playing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him play. I'd like to see where yeah. his head's at and how he performs and see what's what. Yeah. I just said, he, he, he's he's a, a player that Farker's spoken highly about. And then he said mm. his attitude wrong. And then he said his attitude sorted. So you're thinking, right, okay. So we're back in a position where we should be given an opportunity to play then. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. It is a difficult one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I think we've yeah. pretty much covered the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Anything that you guys want to say before we get going? Not for no. me, mate. I'm just uh, happy to be here and chatting to you two and our fine audience who've ripped me relentlessly this evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you love it. Uh, yeah. It's all right. It's great. I've got broad shoulders. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's, uh... um, I, I just actually just on that, um, 
Where's it gone already? Um, I actually have a, some food to get out of the oven shortly, so I'm going to have to run away. No worries. So. Uh, Chris, Chris here was a comment, but we don't want to do a Shaq Kressel Cooper Furpo. I think that's a fair point because that would only be one of those players that started in any of the last two or three yeah. games. Too much change is going to be an issue as well, and it's not going to do them any favours. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's where the balance has to be found. So um, that's a good but point. Ultimately, it is. It is. And I think that the cup games that we look at now are an opportunity for the start, the players that are not regularly starting the eleven to get more mm -hmm. minutes. So there's a vested interest for them to play well because the longest they stay in the competition, the more likely they are to get minutes in it. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's Crack the on lads and do yourself well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fingers crossed cool. now for Tuesday. So we'll probably see us Wednesday for a bleeding B and C. Yeah, I think it'll be Wednesday. I mean, it, it depends who's on it and, and who can make it because Tuesday's our regular night. So uh, we'll that's rearrange it. something. There'll but, be some uh, kind of abomination put out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some <laughs> out at some point, I think. Um, yeah. So... Cheers, lads. It's been a good one. I've had a bit of fun tonight. Uh, and yeah. thank you for everybody getting in the comments. And thank you to Joe for getting everybody to pile on Jay. He's really appreciated Absolutely. it. So have we. I love it. Um, and we will see you here again soon. Thanks, all. See you soon. Take care. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.